0: Welcome to the Drunk Guys Book Club, where books aren't just for school, where book clubs
1: aren't just for women, and beer will be the death of us. I'm Mike. I'm Nate. I'm Jimmy. And we're the Drunk Guys, and this week we are reading Mort by Terry Pratchett, and starting with a beer. Hear that unfamiliar sound of a bottle opener? That's out of practice. And uh, this beer, I'm sorry we couldn't share it. This is from Dogfish Head. Haven't seen them on the podcast in a while. This is Immort Ale. This is an immortal pun, and it is a bottle that has been aged for several years. I bought it at the brewery a couple of weeks ago, uh, and it is it says, luscious and complex. This smooth, full-bodied ale reveals interwoven notes of maple, vanilla, and oak, and it's 11% alcohol. It certainly smells like vanilla and oak. What what kind of beer is it? Um, they don't really say on the label. I don't know what style it is. It's probably like... A strong ale or something like that. Uh, okay, it is. It's it's um it's a it's a dark dark a darker mm. reddish brown color, but it's like you know some weird thing that they've been making forever. And I think I think it kind of comes back and forth. But yeah, it's a strong ale. <laughs> English strong ale is the style. It's good. I I, I bet it's I bet it's better, or fresher. Honestly, I get like like raisin. It tastes like <laughs> it tastes. Which is not a great flavor for anything, except maybe raisins. But even there, I don't know. I right? think <laughs> even there could probably do with something better. There's an improvement to be made. Okay, so uh, it's Immort Ale, because the main character is Mort, short for Mortimer. Uh, but also Immortal is kind of a question or theme in the book about mortality and death. And that's kind of the whole thing. So that's why I picked this beer. So the book is Mort. It is part of the Discworld universe, which has multiple sub-series, and, and this is part of the death sub-series. I, I can't keep track. Uh, but it first came out. It's the fourth one that was published, and it came out in 1987, same time me and Jimmy came out. <laughs> uh, Nate, why are we reading this one? Why didn't we start with book one? Okay, I haven't read book one. I, I actually have, The Color of Magic. I, that's the only other one I did read.
0: Also, from my like research about Discworld, because I was like, "Hey, Discworld is a thing. I want to figure out what to read. I had started Book one and was like, "This is silly i don't well not just silly, I just kind of wasn't into it anyway went on uh, went on the interwebs and googled like What Discworld book should I start with and this was like a very common answer Discworld number four it's uh, from what I can tell widely agreed like don't start with Book one." because Terry Pratchett was still trying to figure out what Discworld was, what the Discworld thing was going to be when he was writing the first few, and it just kind of didn't kind of pan out, at least the same way. And in fact, according to the Wikipedia article about this book, about book number four, this was the first one he was satisfied with, or more like this is the one where he came up with the plot, And then came up with good jokes that would go along with it, instead of the other way around, where he, like, came up with jokes. Then he's like, fuck, I need to make a plot out of that. So Discworld, the reason why it's death, it's the fourth Discworld book, but it's death number one, and and there are all these, like, sub-series, is because Terry Pratchett would just, like, make up different, you know, main characters, and then... He like I'm going to write a book with this main character, and then he would like write a few of those, and then he'd just come up with a new one, and then. But because it's all silly, it kind of doesn't matter that it's not the same person or the same big overarching plot, because they're at least from now that I've read like five or six, there isn't a big overarching plot to the whole thing. It's just sort of like they're all satire of epic fantasy. But that's kind of like the point of it. And he's just like trying to be funny in that sort of, it's a satire thing. But they all take place in the same, you could say, universe or and the same the, world. The characters will be in each other's books sometimes. They will. And in fact, death, the personification the of death... The guy from the first book is in this. Takes Actually is in every single book, from what I understand. But this is the first one where he is the main character and didn't just... Make a very small appearance But apparently
2: he is in every book And there are more books with death As the main character And there's that character Later in this book Rincewind, is he one of the main characters
1: in another series? He's the the guy in the first book, I know that In book Uh, one Okay, But he has his own series Why do
2: I know that word? It's not a real word I figured it must be another one of the
1: main characters Rincewind is the British term For wet fart (laughs) Yeah (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> oh, it's, oh shit! It was it's a like rinse blow, wind blow
2: drying with a chart.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's what it is. Blo- hot, hot air, hot air shart is. Um, I'll tell you, hot air shark is not a very good way of. Air, it's it's not a good time, form of aerial travel. Um, hot air balloon, way better. Uh, but hot air, uh, rinse wind is a, a shithead wizard. He's like the main character he's like in the first librarian
2: book, assistant in the. But he's in the house.
1: one scene of this book. Yeah.
2: But I, I, and, I saw him as like I know that I guess he must be another Discworld character because I, I I've heard of Discworld for many many years, but this is the first time I read any of it. So I know I know that it exists. Beyond that, I know like one or two characters, but I he sounded familiar. I mean, I've only read a few, but I feel like
0: this one is where you you from this one you get a sense of what Discworld is of the what vibe by reading this one. Yeah, the vibe exactly,
1: definitely.
2: Um, so. Discworld is the proof that flat earth is true. It's true. Because it is a flat earth or flat world in this. It
1: is a, it is a disc. It is the disc-shaped world that sits on top of four elephants, four on elephants, top of a right. big turtle. And I spent most of the book trying to figure out if that turtle's name was like a pun. Um, Great Atuin or whatever the fuck its name is. Yeah. I I, 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 was, I tried to pronounce it a lot of different ways. Like, is this is it like a British joke? He Am weighs I not a ton. It? Yeah. I, I, what is it? He's a he's a he's a tune, he's a tuned. Like, I, I had no idea, and I'm not. I don't know. I don't think it is. It's just it just but, um, sounded vaguely. You'd think you know, it would be with every other line being a joke. Yeah.
0: So uh, it's, okay. So the main character, his name is. He's just a like teenage boy in this sort of, like, medieval fantasy world, satire of medieval fantasy world. His name is Mortimer, and he goes by Mort. And his father is like, you're kind of a dumbass kid. I'm going to apprentice you to somebody. Let's go to the job fair. (laughs) The apprentice (laughs) fair. Bring you to the job fair. But nobody wants
1: him. And so, like, it's... He's all elbows and knees. (laughs) He's he's a big, lanky... Goofy kid. You know, he's a big big dork with gigantism. <laughs> and so none of the people at the
0: none of the employers at the job fair are interested in him and then he's still there and it's like midnight or it's after midnight and one more employer shows up.
1: They're going to let it all hang out. <laughs> is that the next line of that song? Is, yes, it is. <laughs>
0: <laughs> now what uh, Eric Clapton?
1: Oh, okay. I'm sure it's a cover. He didn't fucking write that.
0: You're probably right Um, So anyway So one more employer shows up And it's death And death wants an apprentice And so I have a beer for that This is Death Before Dying By Alewife And this is a double IPA With Azaka Centennial and El Dorado And it is I'm not sure it's going to say what the percentage is or it's on here but the can is so sweaty i just can't read it (laughs) one of those two anyway and it's uh it's a double ipa yeah
2: it's nice after like six or seven hundred of those you know it's hard to tell the
1: difference anymore i mean they have a difference there's just not (laughs) much to say about it yeah you just need to have an extremely sharp palate and incredible memory to you know, yeah, the vocabulary tabular- helps <laughs> with
2: drunk with drinking.
1: Well, yeah, it, it's like being a um, sommelier, or whatever. However, you say that pretentious sommelier. word. That's the French word from Somalia. All of all of them. I don't know. You, you have all of the melliers, mm-hmm. and and you're like, oh, this one tastes. I have notes of you know um, over-ripened peach and uh, cantaloupe and and uh, out of season honeydew. Like just, <laughs> you, you just like ridiculous <laughs> shit that they say. You need that kind of. But like to even come up with those words, like you need to be really practiced at tasting that crap. Is if you just go around like, hey, we got an old peach, and you just like lick it, and like, oh yeah, that is that's is the. We can never say tasting that crap after 120
2: days of Sodom. <laughs>
1: <laughs> is that episode out yet? I don't even know. It will when have is this coming out.
2: Maybe I don't no. know. Who knows? No idea. Time is a flat circle like Discworld. So, Mort's father is like, oh, I bet this is a pretty good job, even though, he, you know, it's silly. He doesn't quite get it. Um, well, and he so thinks Mort- that uh, death, is, death is saying one thing to Mort, but he's uh, Mort's dad is hearing other things. So, Mort's dad is hearing, he's going to him, teach him to be an undertaker. Right, yes.
0: But instead, it's Death. And so, uh, Death brings Mort back to his shadow realm. And it's like, well, and the first thing he has Mort do is muck out the stables, because uh, Death doesn't ride a skeletal horse. That's just too much effort. He rides a just a regular horse named Binky. Yeah. And also, living with Death is they have a, a a manservant named Alfred. No, Albert. Albert named Albert. Alfred's uh, Batman. Uh, <laughs> named <laughs> Albert Same guy And then Death also has a daughter uh, Named Isabel But with a Y Isabel
1: Yeah Why Isabel Isabel I, I assumed she was From Aragon. Yeah it's Isabel um, <laughs> And uh, Death sort of
0: like Hints that Well first it's like Why the hell does Death have a daughter And it's like Oh she's adopted But And it sort of hinted that Mort was brought there just so Isabel could have another human to talk to. Someone to
2: bone.
1: Some (laughs) death.
0: Also that too. But time doesn't work the same way in, in Death's sort of like weird castle, not quite castle thing. And so Isabel, she looks like she's a teenager, but she's actually been there for like 35 years.
2: Nothing and worse then, than being a 16 year old for 35 years.
1: I mean, it depends on how cool you were when you were 16. I guess she was for some cool. people. For some, they some peak. people, they would fucking love to be 16 again because they were, That was when they peaked. Oh no, yeah, that's true. Not us, baby. We didn't have a podcast then. No, we <laughs> but, peaked
2: now. <laughs> we we still haven't peaked. I think it was Speaking the peaking, episode. More has had a rough time in his life of being the most awkward boy in the world, but now he's death's assistant, and so he's going to have to learn a lot of stuff. And he's going to have to learn all these weird new tools and devices. And he's going to see a bunch of, like, weird supernatural objects. And When he, he, this when he sees them... sees is quite a
1: fucking setup. <laughs> when he sees Holy them, he's going to be
2: like, what it do? <laughs> <laughs> this is what it do by... Who the fuck is this? Short throw brewing. That's a new one, I think. We we've, we've had one or two,
1: or they like <laughs> collaborated
2: on one or two. Uh, this is an imperial stat with coffee and toasted coconut, and
1: it's eleven percent oh, alcohol. I want that. In me. We're going to find out what it do right now in my mouth. So we got a review on iTunes where someone said it was a glowing review, and you'll know the person who left it will know who they are because she's very nice. But they said. We we pay we pair the books with in a contrived way with beer and she was like I don't none of my connections have ever been contrived. <laughs> this makes perfect. He's learning
2: things. He's like, hey, what is that? What it do? Made perfect sense. To me. I saw that. I was like, that's immediately it. I didn't have to think about it. It's obvious. It is oh, obvious it, to me. Nailed it. Maybe my brain just <laughs> makes a few more left turns where it should. Your Brain doesn't know what it's supposed to do. <laughs> what it do?
1: Uh, how how is, is that?
2: A, it do good. <laughs> it, gives, it gives to charity. <laughs> it do, do good. <laughs> it do good. Um it volunteers. It does. <laughs> it, it does. It it does. I don't I don't know if it's in a it it it's coffee. it's a dad
0: to its children. Yeah. It tastes, oh, this
2: is responsible for several children. <laughs> it's a it's a nice stout. It's it's kind it's it's quite sweet. I
1: it's don't a pastry taste stout. They can't go bad. How not be bad?
2: Ad, well, this is a coffee and coconut one, so I don't know if it's technically a pastry stout. Yeah, I guess maybe they're all pastry stouts if they're not regular stouts. I don't know how the categories break
1: down, but I think it only matters if you're entering a contest, frankly. But if you're if you're drinking it, if you're drinking a ten plus percent alcohol beer with coffee and coconut, I would bet ninety yeah. nine point nine times out of 100, that's a hundred that's a pastry stout. It's not going to be a dry. Bitter no, stout It's it's much closer to a pastry stout Than like what an old
2: strong stout would have been It is quite sweet I don't taste coffee Which is fine with me I don't taste coconut Which I only care about in these um, But it's still very good I I would say it do well And good And it I'm gonna do it in my mouth Again <laughs> <laughs> All night long well, oh, probably, If I drank this all night long I'd be fucking dead it's, it is, I, it's 11%. I, it, it doesn't taste like strong alcohol, but, you know, it's one of those things you drink, it's like, ah, I can feel like this is going to hurt me. But I'm going to drink the whole thing, because I only have the one beer for this episode, and
1: this is all I need to do. Speaking of doing... You know what you could do? If you want to support the podcast, you could head over to patreon.com slash club and um, help us out there and by giving us um, real money, not under the threat of, threat of death. <laughs> like other characters doing this book um, and that would be really appreciated but if that's not your thing it's not your speed no problem you could also help us out by just leaving us a review wherever you're listening just round it to five stars we'd appreciate that part or just you know tell people to check out our podcast spread us like a disease like butt cheeks baby
2: just spread them <laughs> but further than that unless you're really flexible anyway <laughs> so he's working for death but first he's shoveling out a horse poop and he's like, "Hey, there's got to be like a lesson in this." And Death's like, "What's the lesson?" And he's like, "Is it a strong metaphor? Like, you know, no matter what, we're all full of this stuff. You, know, you got to do what you got to do." And, De- and Mort's just like, "Well, I think it's because you're up to your knees in horse shit." And Death's like, "You're right. Very pragmatic, Mort. You're going to do great at this. So you got to go out with me, and we're going to go kill some people. We're not going to kill them, actually. We're going to." Do- we don't do the killing. They don't do the killing. He's very straightforward about that. I, he doesn't kill anybody. He just moves
1: them along. He's just part of the natural order. It's not his fault. It's, it's the like the plot film. of uh, yeah. Dead Like Me. Remember that show? Remember I that showtime? do remember the name. I never saw it, though. Oh, I like that show. It was only on for two seasons and they canceled it, which is a bummer. It had Mandy Patinkin. And, um, oh. They were the Grim Reapers, and all they had to do was just kind of like they would like get their assignment. Like, this person's going to die today. You need to like go, like release their soul from their body, and then the the soul would just kind of find its way. And that was, it was, it, was a, it was a fun show, but that's that's all they have to do. Like whenever somebody dies, you have to go. But even not everybody. Only like special people get visited by death. But the special people, it's hard to really discern who
2: is special because he does a lot of visiting of people who don't seem that special.
0: Well, it's the kings, and then there's definitely so the first kings, but there's also like the Dalai
1: Lama, yeah, uh,
0: who oh, like of they the, the, are of the, of the
1: quiet people, whatever the then fuck they're listening.
0: He talks about, he talks about like, well, whatever you believe in, it's gonna, whatever you believe is gonna happen to you when you die is what actually happens when you die. It's very pragmatic, and so like the, the, Sorry, in the middle of the book, he meets the character that is definitely supposed to be the Dalai Lama, and he's talking about how, like, yeah, you know, this is my f- going to be my 52nd life, you know? Imagine toilet training 51 times, you know? It's really not that great. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and he has some funny jokes. Well, like, he, like yeah, that. He's, uh, he, he says, like, and, and he's like, that's, cr- that's kind of cool. He's like, no, but the thing is, you don't remember it until, like, you're dead again. Like, everything kind of resets. Can you imagine potty training 55 times or whatever? He's like, oh, that sounds shitty. Ah. <laughs> oh, he doesn't say that part. But um, I, I, you know, that's, it's, a, it's a cute, it's, it, that's it's the a goofy book. book. That's the whole fucking, if you like Douglas Adams, you'll like this, this book. Is, it's this the same is fantasy kind of thing. Douglas Whereas
0: Adams. Douglas Adams is satire of science fiction, and this is satire of fantasy. And Terry Pratchett is satire
2: of fantasy. It made me realize how much Good Omens was a Terry Pratchett book that Neil Gaiman
1: sat yeah. around for. Yes. Yeah, mm-hmm. well, I did. I, I did like the the listeners. So that I mean, maybe they get developed in one of the other forty novels. There were. Yeah, there cult. are. There are literally over
2: forty novels in this fucking. Space. So I'm,
1: I'm looking at the Wikipedia article right now. So you know, like that doesn't. I mean, this is the sort of thing where I will trust Wikipedia. Actually, they have not. This is going to be a hell on your completionist tendencies, Michael. It's I I. Uh, and, and really, it is, I'm, I'm upset. He's but, already itchy. I can see his hands uh, twitching. <laughs> <laughs> so, I do I do like that actually on the Wikipedia article for Discworld, there's actually a graphic a bunch of fucking nerds made of the Discworld like chart. Reading, reading order guide. And it's, you know, there's like 10 different places you could start and most of them link into another path. that you could read this one and read these bunch, and here's a good spot to to go jump over to this branch, and then because they're all kind of there's no big plot of Discworld. It's not like you know one big series where they're you know exactly, but this they just take place in the same universe, universe. stuff.
2: Where standalone like there's Star Wars and all the expanded universes books exist, but you don't need to read them all. They're all independent yeah. adventures.
1: You can just pick up whatever ones you want, and you'd be like, oh yeah, I remember this guy, or oh this is new. That place is, you know, uh, familiar. Um, I I did like the listeners because their goal is to hear... The echoes of the words of creation. Yeah. Because anything that the creator does
2: cannot be destroyed. So the echoes of his initial words of creation
1: must still be echoing. That's not that far from what some people believed in real life. So Marconi, the guy who kind of invented radio, the guy by, who does
2: all the Western uh, film not, movie, not that. That's know? like
1: uh, Enrico it's, Mar- it's, Mar- Marconi, <laughs> Marconi. and it's like, whoa, no, not that word. Um, <laughs> that's a different movie. <laughs> no, Marconi. The I don't even know what his first name is. I'm going to say Bartolomeo. I have no idea what his first Ed name Winn. was, but the the guy who like invented radio, and I'm using air quotes because he infringed like ten of Nikola Tesla's patents. I'm gonna trust you, Enrico Suave Marconi. Yes, That's Enrico Maricone. Yeah, not Maricone. dude. <laughs> <All> <laughs> that right. was a joke.
0: <laughs> he, yeah, um, I, I meant the, I meant the Italian pronunciation movie guy.
1: Yeah. Um. What, oh what, what no, that guy's name. I'm. I'm trying to think of the guy who invented radio. Enrico. You know, I know,
2: but... What was that guy's name?
1: Frank. No. It's, yeah. uh, oh God. Okay. You, no one will come. I thank you, Google. Googly Elmo. <laughs> <laughs> do you say googly Elmo? Googly is Elmo. It's, it's, is that it's, that it's, movie with, to... with Jennifer Lopez and Ben Affleck? It's Man probably Huck? like Guglielmo, but it's, it's, <laughs> it's, it's, it's Jiggly. <laughs> 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 I don't know fucking how to say this shit, but he's the guy who got credit for inventing radio, even though he infringed a bunch of Tesla's patents to do it. Anyway, he was obsessed with the idea that sound never... Disappears forever, and his goal at one point in his life or career was to be able to develop the technology to go back and like pick out sounds that are floating in the you know stratosphere wherever they are, and he wanted to hear the Sermon on the Mount delivered by Christ. (laughs) Yeah, I've heard this. That was a thing he wanted. That guy wanted to have goals. That guy won a Nobel
2: Prize. Like, <laughs> well, you know, it's he on his on his madness quest. He found a way t- to make the world better,
1: and he's like, okay, I did that part. But, but it was
0: it's, mostly it's... Tesla. Yeah,
1: yeah, he just though you know he does he does get credit. He he saved more people's lives on the Titanic than any lifeboat did. Uh, people see it because you know they were actually able to radio for help because of his his inventions. Or
2: but Tesla makes uh, pretentious cars now. So really, who's better?
1: And a sweet roof. Uh, I just, the, the Tesla roof is a thing. I was looking at it. Tesla read, roof. It is yeah, nice. it's like a, it's a solar it's, roof thing like for your house. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I was trying. I was There's like, oh, like solar panels. they
0: look like roofing shingles, but they're actually solar panels.
1: I need to redo my roof, and I was like, how much does that cost? I was like, fuck that shit. It costs like uh, forty
2: thousand dollars.
1: Yeah, I will buy a lot of. I'll buy the asphalt shingles all day. Don't care. Yeah, you can fuck just put you regular Earth, solar
2: panels up there. It's
1: Exactly, it, I mean, it does look nicer because solar panels are kind of an eyesore sometimes, but so not Elon an issue Musk. I need to have. Anyway, Mort becomes the apprentice, and he hangs out at and, and uh, he has to go collect souls from random people, and it's like a witch, he, an old old fucking witch, and and okay, death, so uh,
0: death sends Mort out on his own. Which is actually kind of an important plot point. Actually, first, Mort asks for an afternoon off, and then tours the city of Well, he asks
2: for an afternoon off because he goes on a he goes on a reaping with with Death, and Death is going to take the King's soul. And while they're doing that, he sees a hot lady.
1: Yes, princess, Princess
2: Kelly, Princess Kelly.
1: Yeah, how it said in the audio book? He's like, "What's
2: it's that, Kaylee? Is it Kaylee?" Kaylee. Really? It's it's K E L I. That. How is he supposed saying, to guess that? All right. Yeah, sure. Fuck I'll take your word for it. You listen to the thing. I'll I believe you. It just there's no way anyone would have guessed that. But he sees her and he's like, I got to fuck that. Because he, 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 he a feels bad for her still.
0: because he feels bad for her because her father was the one that they the soul they came to collect on his first like the king. Uh, outing. His first outing, yeah. The King. And she's the princess, but also it was clearly like, oh, yep, your father was just murdered by the, the Duke, Duke of, of
1: Stopan or whatever the fuck they were from. Stowehellet,
0: Stowehellet, that is correct. Yes. So he's murdered by some like guy who's obviously trying to make himself king by killing everybody in the line of succession ahead of him, and he makes a joke like, ah, he's moved from like sixth in line of succession to second. Isn't he a smart guy? And so uh, that's sort of like uh, this foreshadowing. So he feels bad for the lady, and then Mort asks for an afternoon off, and and then so does. But then Death, the, the character, is like, you know what? I think I want an afternoon off also. Yeah. So he sends Mort just to do his own job. Like, oh, you know what to
2: do. You're, you're good. You saw it done once. <laughs> go
0: take Binky and my sword and go go.
1: Here, here's Here's who we got to, here, Here's who we need and My bag of old coins Just filled with like doubloons or whatever The fuck in there And, and you he could said, spend these How do you get all these coins? And he said In pairs In pairs <laughs> Yeah that, It's full of funny lines There it might be uh, This might be the first one Where it was more plot Than jokes In terms yeah. of like the But j- it's jokes But it's like 51-49% it's, it's It's like it's, a Monty Python episode It's like a Christopher Moore book Yeah it's just Christopher jokes.
2: Moore. Oh, but it is it is better than Christopher Moore.
1: I don't know. Um, we'll get to that. Go back with yeah. the plot, Nate. Mort,
0: his first on his own, also one of the jokes that keeps coming up is everybody keeps calling him boy, and he goes, uh, Mort, it's Mort, which actually means death, you know. So on Mort's first job as death on his own, He has to then go and take the soul of Kaylee, the girl that he is immediately in love with from like two days before, because she's about to be murdered by the Duke of the deuce, (laughs) the Duke of whatever. So he's supposed to like take her soul because she's about to be assassinated. So instead, so Mort, because he likes her instead of killing her, he instead kills the assassin but this rips open a, a hole a, this is, is, in space time. A, yeah, this is a you know messes up the space time continuum because she's supposed to be dead, but she isn't.
2: I have a question. Maybe questioning this series That's to any proponent. level of seriousness is stupid. Yes, but. From what I understand of death, he takes people when they're already about to die. So he just like okay, time to go, and he cuts their lifeline or whatever. Mm-hmm. But he can kill anyone he wants to at any time. Yes, even by
1: just knocking over their
2: fucking hourglass. Oh yeah, that <laughs> at the end that that part was pretty funny too. But I just I had logistical questions that I guess uh, I mean he's not supposed to, but he could. But, but death is like, but he is an God. agent of the universe. And he he's he's merely keeping the things the way they're supposed to be. He just does whatever he takes the people that are. supposed to There is no he, justice, just us. He says
0: that he de- is uh-huh. not. He doesn't judge. He just like this is what they're they're next. They're on the list. He's this this garbage is garbage. What man. I do, I don't make it happen. I'm, <laughs> I'm just, just following
1: orders. <laughs> 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 wow, where we heard that
0: before. So Mort kills the assassin instead of the girl. But then uh, there's this weird like space-time continuum problem where the world, the universe sort of like thinks that she's dead even though she isn't. And so everyone like accidentally like thinks she's dead. Yeah, thinks she's dead. And she has to go to the city and get a wizard that can see her and make the wizard like just keep telling everybody I'm alive and then well that's his
1: that's his solution yes but she's like can you fucking fix this wizard man because wizards can see dead people and uh, what a convenient plot device Um, but Uh, Haley Joel Osment was a wizard (laughs) (laughs) but and he's like all right, you'll yeah, work on it and then later on you find out his his whole strategy is like i'll just keep telling you it's it's pretty dumb well people
2: can see her when she like walks up to them and says like hey what the fuck is going on they're like oh shit but they it's some sort of like the universe is telling them that she's gone but they they don't really understand that she is actually gone they're just they're kind of caught in limbo between she's dead and she's there so they're just like like the the royal sheet orderer found that he had ordered a bunch of black tapestries to fly the flags black, and he didn't understand why he'd done that. Like, they don't th- think that she's dead, but they're supposed to believe that she's dead, but she isn't, and they know that, so they're all very conflicted. But the further you get from where they are, there's like a a time bubble over them, and outside of that realm, everyone's like, oh yeah, she's dead.
1: It's like, um, well, it's it's kind of heavily hinted at a lot in the book of the brain only sees what it's supposed to see or it wants to see, and it's really good at ignoring what it doesn't want to see. And that's like how death is able to just kind of go around and eat like curry with him and hang out in towns. Like, don't people like death? Is a, death is a skeleton wearing a robe, carrying a sickle? And people are like, here's your hoagie, and then death is like, yes. And he, I could really murder a curry, he <laughs> says.
2: And <laughs> nice he only in. speaks in all capitals, yeah. telepathically.
1: It's yeah. There's no quotation marks on his stuff, which is I thought that was actually pretty effective um, for how uh, that that seems how a death fair would way. speak. Yeah, because death and he and he speaks often and just he's very ter- uh, you know terse and borderline autistic. Well, when he when he become when he goes on to like what is fun and, <laughs> yeah. then, and he tries to learn how to. I'm how feeling to, that that feeling R&R. where you regret
2: something, but
0: <laughs> so meanwhile so. Mort screws everything up by not killing the girl. Meanwhile, Death is like, Why am I doing this? I haven't had a night off in a thousand years. He has a Why mid-death just... crisis. Yes. <laughs> Why don't I just. And then, so you, the next scene is like Death drinking at a bar. And is the middle of the, you know, it's three in the morning or. The bar's trying to close. The line was something like, It's so late, it's actually become early. And Been Death there. is like, No one is ever happy to see me in the (laughs) in the bartender because doesn't know he's death. It's just kind of like, yeah, we've all got problems, you know. It's just one of those things. And then death death is like, I'm going to stop bit of booze.
1: He's tried everything in the bar, all of
0: it. And then death is like, you know, I think I'm going to stop being death. And then he goes to a, like a basically an employment. Yeah. Office, <laughs> job office. And he's like, What skills do you have? And it's it's like I am an anthropomorphic and I forget the exact term that he used. Anthropomorphic
2: personification or something like that I think he's what he says. And the job and the guy's like hmm Well the things he I don't calls see any listings souls for are not souls or they're like uh morphogenetic blah 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 or some shit like that. Yeah, some bullshitty sciencey kind of words he uses. But he gets a job as a chef because he can operate outside of time, so he can prepare all the orders very fast. And he's also but also the employment guy is like, so
0: you have no skills or experience of any kind. Have you considered becoming a teacher?
1: Oh yeah, (laughs) ouch! Burnt. Terry Pratchett's no no fan of the of the real heroes.
0: So anyway, so then there's this crisis because Mort has screwed up the space time continuum. But death is completely a wall, and he's finding himself. Death and Isabel realize—no,
2: no, not death. Mort, I really—Mort means death. It's well, only, Mort is becoming okay. more like Mort, death, and Mort, death is becoming more human. Yes, but yeah, Mort, Mort starts
1: occasionally speaking
2: in all caps. Isabel realized that the
0: butler. Slash manservant is actually a two thousand year old wizard, who is the founder of Unseen University, the wizarding.
1: He was the Grand School. High Wizard, of which Phoenix Phoenix University is just one uh, department. Yes, <laughs> because he sees the statue outside of it at one point. Because they also meet the guy who becomes the royal reminder is Cutwell, novice shithead wizard who just eats all day and is a slob. And that's and that's where somehow that leads Mort to learn about Alberto Magico, or whatever the fuck his name was. It's Alberto Malik. Sure. Don't you have another w- beer? I do have another beer, and that's why I'm trying to get there. <laughs> Cunt, fucking shut your mouth. <laughs> you know what wizards do a lot of besides fuck Jimmy's mom? <laughs> they say a lot of incantations. That's true. Oh, good. We're not at that part yet, but... It's fine. Shut the fuck up. (laughs) (laughs) I had a bad beer. I want a good (laughs) beer. This is Incantations. What did it do? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah, we let that happen. (laughs) (laughs) This is from Burlington Beer Company, and it is a rye whiskey barrel aged imperial stout with dark candy syrup. Dark candy syrup? Yeah. What the fuck does that mean? I don't know. It sounds a. I don't know. It's just. It's meth. I could see it being a code for a, like a, like a, a very elaborate street drug name. Hey man, you got yeah. that
2: dark candy? I only got the syrup, man. Like yeah, yeah. The yeah. Dark candy Shove syrup in my urethra, ball. you know. Yeah, I could see that. It looks heavy. How strong is that? It looks strong.
1: It is twelve percent. Okay. It smells. It get like a, that smoky, like whiskey barrel smell from it for sure. Well, it's rye, so you know it's it tastes
2: like, Does it taste like a Reuben?
1: I, I'm getting a lot of. I'm getting a lot of Thousand Islands. Yeah, <laughs> um, you know, dark candy syrup is. I mean, it's it's a, it's a it's a sugar that is used in uh, most often uh, Belgian styles of beer. Is dark candy syrup anything other than just sugar? I think it's it's uh, molasses. I think it's like caramelized to some degree, or I'm not sure exactly. But how But both, uh, both molasses and
2: sugar. Both molasses and uh, caramel are essentially sugar aren't basically they? cooked sugar yeah
1: so i think um I mean, i'm not really sure how to produce it i know you only really ever see it in uh, belgian beers apparently it is made from beets um oh okay yeah yeah i didn't know that i, mean, I know beets, sugar beets are like me or like a weirdly
2: large percentage of the way we get sugar
0: You can get the exact same molecule of sugar from beets as you can from sugarcane. And it grows in Russia,
2: so. And it grows in colder climates, yeah. And doesn't require quite as much slave labor as sugarcane does. Just serf labor. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Tell us (laughs) to the Russians. (laughs) We don't need to know that part. Just whatever. Get over it.
2: (laughs) (laughs) They're happier as serfs. Resistance (laughs) is futile.
1: Oh, nice.
2: Yeah, that'd be a great name for a what's it called a medieval metal band name?
1: Oh yeah, <laughs> this
2: is from our album *Resistance Pseudal. This is *Storm the Castle*. I was I was trying
1: to think of something and all I could think of was storming the castle. Like, that seems too simple.
2: No, oh, no, that's that's their big hit.
1: Uh, and this song is called *Wenches and Dragons*. <laughs> <And> then... <laughs> Moatful of piss. <laughs> <laughs> How's the beer? So the beer is fine. Fine. Um, Just fine. Yeah,
2: just fine. You seem unenthused. enthuse It
1: smells okay. It is, despite claiming to have dark candy syrup in it, it is a much drier, boring stout than I Maybe the yeast ate all the
2: sugar. Yeah,
1: but you can always just keep the sugar in. They were locked in a... Barrel for years. It's like taking candy from us from a yeast. Uh, no, it, it is. I mean, you get you get your chocolate flavors and you get your dark fruit flavors. I don't know. It's it's fine. It's not it's not amazing. Definitely a B for sure. That's that's it's 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 fine. Spoiler like this book. But um, back to back to Mort and uh, Isabel and and Al.
0: So Mort figures out that their are serpent.
2: Dude is actually this 2,000-year-old wizard, and they convince the
0: wizard Because to... they have all
2: the the life books in the library where they have books that are constantly being written of everyone's life until they get severed. So he yes. goes to find Albert's book. And they find this 2,000-year-old book is
0: still being written because they can hear it screeching away. He has a whole well, shelf.
1: They, they know Albert's the guy, and then they're like, we got to find his book, and then it's like, oh, we have to go he's 2,000 years old, We've, all these books are for people who are still alive because they're being written. So they go to the to like the archive area, and they're like, where will we even find it? Because it's everybody who ever lived. And then they're like, wait a second, there's only one book that's still making noise, and they hear it, and it's he has his own shelf of books. And the last 2,000 years have got to be
2: really boring.
1: Oh, my God. It's like, and then he made shitty eggs because <laughs> he's not a and good it's cook. And porridge
2: that looks like a bunch of... Albino puke. <laughs> so they get they get Alberto to
0: go to reappear back in the real world and then do an incantation to bring death back. Meanwhile, Mort is becoming more and more like Death himself, like speaking in all capitals, and his eyes are glowing. So Not in a cool way, uh, Alberto. Does goes back to Unseen University and is like, we're bringing back... This diploma's your- <laughs>
1: worthless. <laughs> you <laughs> and, said and you were accredited. <laughs>
0: and, and he's like, we're everybody now. Everybody's gonna... And he's like, I didn't found this university to be a good neighbor. Well,
1: because all the people are like, they're mad soft and they're you know, just fat. They've gotten very soft, yes. And they they do shitty magic. and they, And he's like... You fucking! You could do magic, you idiots! And, and why are you being a bunch of pussies? And, and all they're thinking about is like, well, there is that like barbecue coming up that we would be <laughs> treated as guests of honor, and that'd be sweet. Like I don't want to give that up. Wizards used to kick ass, and now they're a bunch of fat old nerds. And he blows up the statue of him out front, so it kind of seems like he was in the statue the whole that time.
2: Everyone had like written their name on his dick. Yeah, they
1: been just <laughs> defacing it. For centuries. Millennia so at this point. They are they are in fear of him because they also all suck at magic. Like Cutwell is incompetent. The only spells he knows are really stupid. Like like he does a spell and it's like that's to cure bunions. Like we need a spell to get rid of, you know, assassins. Like, oh, it's the best I got. And <laughs> he, he sucks. And they all need hats. Like, can you do fireworks? Fireworks would be really good. It's like I could I could uh I could heat a hot pocket almost as fast as a microwave. I could heat a hot pocket that when you bite into it, it's not a million degrees inside. Like Honestly, that is magic. That would be actually really useful. That's you, basically you could, witchcraft. You could buy fireworks. <laughs> you can't buy that kind of hot pocket.
2: <laughs> you can't buy not having third-degree burns on your mouth. Oh, my God. Alberto does the
0: incantation and then brings death back,
2: the real death But it also, like,
1: takes the death part out of uh, Mort.
2: Yes. He sucks death off of Mort.
1: (laughs) (laughs) He beats death off.
0: (laughs) So, death and Mort then have a sword fight, but they're also trying to get back to the castle with the girl to protect the space-time continuum.
1: No, they've already done all that. They did all that. They go back, they capture her, and they, like... They go, and as you know, the Duke is about to kill her. There's a long, elaborate scene with the. they're going to have the coronation at midnight, so hopefully they could, like, Cutwell has a plan.
2: They have to have it right then because the time bubble is slowly getting smaller and smaller and smaller towards Isabel, and it will just erase her because the universe is self-correcting. Like it's like defragmenting the universe and eventually (laughs) it'll just erase her and it'll it'll be like he never really saved her and they'll be like, oh, she died a week ago,
1: but he takes her into death's realm instead. That's the solution at the end when Mort shows up and he chases off the goons of the Duke and he's like, all right, I, I, he's like, I didn't really have a plan. I was hoping something would appear in the moment and he's like, fuck it. Let's all just go to death's house We'll crash there. Um and and it'll be cool. It was
2: a free crib. He's not there. Yeah.
1: It's how it's a it's a BYOB, but it's a, it's a cool place. Like the parents are out for the weekend. There is unlimited space and time. Yeah, and we could go there and no one will ever get old and we'll hang out and it'll be swell. And the princess is like, That sucks, because I was gonna be a fucking queen, and everyone's like, Shut the fuck up, you were gonna be dead. She's kind um, of a whiner. She is, uh, yeah, uh, a wiener. Um, yeah, that's pronounced, I think. And then they take their, and then death is like, you motherfuckers! I was working as a as a short order cook. I was loving it, it. I was
2: it, getting mad pussy because he had a bunch of pet cats, and he was <laughs> he was like, these are fun. I like
1: these. Because <laughs> every time I touch one, like I only take one of its lives, and <laughs> they don't die all right away. And then they do that. Then Mort and Death have have a sword fight, a fight to the death with Death. That sounds like the name of a song by the Darkness. (laughs) (laughs) Fight to the death with Death.
2: (laughs) (laughs) And then they have a fight, and they it's it's very funny because they keep knocking over all the uh, life hourglasses, and people around the Earth keep just dropping (laughs) dead (laughs) wherever they are, or like. Almost. almost dying and then like being caught before they hit the ground and then like narrowly escaping Death. And then they have a big fight and Mort does like a funny joke and Death's like, huh, good one, you can live.
1: What the fuck was it? Mike, I feel like you're looking it up. I am, I'm looking for it yeah. I do like the part where Death kicks him in the balls. Oh uh, yeah, well of course. Death's foot lashed out at groin height with a speed that even made Cutwell wince. <laughs> the joke is... Joe Death says, "You don't know how sorry this makes me." And he goes, "I might." <laughs> 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 it's very British. Everyone's book is very British. It's it's a, if you like British humor. Um, and then the last that's at ninety ninety five percent through the book or so ninety four percent, and then the rest is just circle jerk, and it's all the credit. You could imagine the credits rolling, and then just show each character like. Hey, what happened to that guy? And they like freeze frame on someone's face. Like, it, it's <laughs> like the really the, the whole the next 20 pages of book. And so m- death stays as death. And, but he also ends up with uh, Isabel, right? No, no. Uh, yeah. Death
2: stays as death. Mort
1: marries Isabel. Oh, sorry. Yeah. I'm, I got confused here. Yeah. And Mort even though they, death, so it's dumb, they had a lengthy insult fight at one point in the book. Yeah, well, he calls her a fatty oh, wow. well,
2: they, they, the a na- lot. The narrator calls her a fatty for most of the book,
1: but he also, at one point, realizes that she's got uh, some some uh, measurable. Oh, she's fat in all the right places. She's thick uh, with, with multi- like uh, multiple C's. C's. Yeah, but they're not C's, buddy. Those are <laughs> mud. You got to go further, deeper into the alphabet for those puppies. <laughs> And he's, at one point, he, he looks at her boobs, and he, he's like, oh, hello. Look at this. I changed my mind. <laughs> I guess you're cool. Um, but they end up together, and then the princess, who you thought he was going to end up with, ends up with Cutwell, the fucking obese, shitty wizard. Is he obese? Hope. I thought he was just a douchebag. G- they say he looks like a pig. Oh, okay. It's, it gives hopes to nerds everywhere. Jimmy, don't take that away <laughs> from us. But also, uh, death
2: gives Mort and Isabel a a weird supernatural device that I feel like they lean pretty heavily on for future episodes, but maybe not. It's like the pearl of reality that when the universe ends, it will explode
1: and create a universe. And it's like, oh, okay, cool. Maybe that will... I just had this lying around. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, do, I do... There is a good... Um... I thought this was, this was nice, because, you know, this the standard way this was, this would work is that Mort would marry the princess, and yeah. the girl that he fought with would marry, who wasn't very good-looking, would marry the guy who wasn't very good-looking. <laughs> that's <laughs> the, that's other the kind ego. of the way. But Death says, to be frank, I thought you were going to marry the princess, and Mort blushed, quote, we talked about it, then we thought, just because you happen to rescue a princess, you shouldn't rush into things, and, which is, again... A, it's super Britishy kind of humor. The book is is very self
2: aware that it's a that it's a satire. Uh, it was when Mort is getting mugged before uh, he's got his death powers still, but he's about to get mugged by a bunch of bandits. And it says three men had appeared behind him as though extruded from the stonework. They had the heavy, solid look of those thugs whose appearance in any, nar- in any narrative means that it's time for the hero to be menaced a bit, although not too much. Because it's also obvious that he's are going to be horribly surprised. And the two extra thugs are there for
0: immoral support.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean the, the the jokes. Look at the. I mean, I don't know. How you want to do this? Well, but the, the book the, is over. It's the end. The book is over. That's the plot, and everyone's happy. Everything worked out. One thing that I think was important that kind of gets glossed over is death has been saying throughout the whole book. There is no, th- there is no fair and unfair. There is no justice. It's just this, the way it is. But when death gets pissed off, he's just fucking killing people in that fight. <laughs> he's like fucking knocking them off the table. Like ah, oh, fuck that guy. And and there's that the, fisherman he saves
2: for later.
1: But that's a great line. But he, when that happens, but they never come
2: back to him. So maybe he'll come back to
1: him later. It may. I mean, it just. But it may just be. I mean, that was... So, One of so when Death is trying to figure out how to have, like, leisure time, one of the first things he does, he goes fly fishing, and he's there at, like, the edge of the earth, you know, the disc world, and a guy is falling into, like, quicksand or something. I don't really... It doesn't He gets sucked into the water, because also he hates his wife, and he's okay with dying. Yeah, he's like, thank God I'm going to die and not be (laughs) married anymore. (laughs) But then Death pulls him out, and... And and the guy's really disconcerted, he's like, Why did you save me? And and I, I can't find the quote right now, but it just says for later. For later. Yeah. <laughs> <It's just a laughs> That's all it says. Awesome line.
2: And you expect that to come back around, but it doesn't in this one. But since there's forty books, it might. It it almost certainly does, yeah. Or it doesn't. <laughs> it very equally likely may never. It's because a this fine book is full of like non sequitur one liners. And I, they're the best part of the book, honestly.
1: I mean, I thought that was a funny joke, the fourth reader. But so then it's over. And I'm sure there are many things that we picked up here and some, you know, that will be very consequential in other books, potentially, or, you know, these characters will appear or whatever. But what did you think of the book, the plot wise or whatever? Let's start with that, I guess.
0: I really liked it. I mean, you have to accept it as British humor, satire of fantasy. And I thought the one-liners were pretty funny I was very entertained And then I This is the one that I read first And then I went and read like five or six more And I'll
2: probably read more beyond that too So I enjoyed it Yeah, I thought it was It was funny And it It was I was It was perfectly nice It was not anything I was like, wow, I'm glad I read that my life is different now. It was just like, I had a good time. It was fine. It was superficial. I don't think that I need to read 40 of these. It's worth a read. I don't think that it's incredible. It's, it's, it's very it silly. Little, yeah, it's silly. It, does it felt doesn't felt a try clunky. not to. Be, it
0: doesn't pretend that it's not no, really silly. It, it does. It not. is like it's right away from page one. It's like it's this f- is going to be really silly. It's very self-aware, and I, I respect that.
2: It is. It is. I admit it's. It, it is actually quite funny. Whereas other books try to be funny and don't. They're like, ha, huh, that's okay. But this, it is funny. But it 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 felt kind of shallow. Mike, I feel like
1: you liked it the least of us. I did like it. I, I, I but the I, least of us. Um, it's hard to say, um, but I, you know, I like British humor a lot. I, I laughed and snickered throughout the book. I have no intention of reading forty more of these right now. I wanted to like this. I like nerdy things. I like uh, oh, I'll get into that whole thing. And I'll read all of them. I don't want to. I, I think if you do that, it will wear thin quickly. It's not something I could
2: read a lot of rapidly. I say I could read one a year, but that would take fucking forty-five years.
1: I mean, you could. Do, I mean, you could, they're, they're short. It's a, it takes a day it and a half short. of reading. It's yeah, not it's it not is. long. It's not. It's not taxing. And it's and it wasn't. It wasn't hard. It was fun. I I wanted to read it enough. You know, we've read a lot of crap where to struggle to read it. I thought it was fine. I it felt like I, good omens. It's like good omens. I, I'm, I'm going to say it again. I think it's also like the Christopher Moore books. It's just hmm. fucking. You know, I have you know the I being the author have an idea, and I'm just going to shoehorn as many jokes into this as I can, and that's my book. And yeah, that's fine if you're in the mood for that. And sometimes I have been in the mood for that, so I'm not going to say it's bad. I just in terms of like. Did I love this book? No, it was a fun diversion. It's not the sort of thing where I'm gonna, me personally, look back on it six months from now or a year from now, I'm like, man, that was a really powerful book in my life. And then maybe that's a shitty metric. Maybe that's a shitty way to say if it's a good book or not. Uh, it was a fun thing, you know. I, you had a good time. I did. I I, I didn't. I I really don't have any I don't complaints. Think it seeks to be anything more than that. No, but I just, be, because of my own, you know, warped rating system, I'm not going to give it five stars. Like, I, I, it's not... No, I didn't give it five stars. But I, I liked it, I, I and I want to like Discworld. I read, I when I was, I, I'm going to read the Discworld books, I read the first one. I was like, I'll start at the beginning, because that makes sense to me. And it was fine. I didn't, maybe this one's a little better, I, I don't know. It'd be it's hard to remember years.
2: 40 books by the end of it. Is this the longest series ever? Um, Baby Sisters Club books? <laughs> oh, I <laughs> guess, All written yeah. by definitely one person? It's got to be close. I mean, like there's like Goosebumps, but they're not a series. It's just like, those are, they're not. It's like an well, imprint. this is
0: also not, I mean, it's a series,
2: but it's linear. also not one plot that goes throughout all the books. The Goosebumps have like, you know, there's a few that have sequels, but for the most part, they're all completely independent but i, I guess the, as, as like a shared universe written by one guy it's got to be the biggest though maybe, maybe in terms of like page length game of thrones is so longer <laughs> if game of thrones ever gets finished it will be longer than it might 40 be longer. 45 discworld books is still less than 8 game of thrones it's very possible
1: i actually now googling what's the longest series and it's they're all terrible like self published nonsense is it Battlefield Earth? That's up there. Or it's like <laughs> fucking some obscure manga or something like that. Oh, fucking manga. I fear. Yeah, that's true. But I, I, I dug it. It was fine. I would not, um, I don't love it. But it's a fun thing. And if you like
2: goofy British stuff. humor,
1: it's goofy. If you like Douglas Adams, you will enjoy this. And you don't feel the need to, like, I, now I have to
2: read the other 45.
1: I, I like shortcutted my uh, OCD here by starting at number four. <laughs> You're welcome. Once I was able to accept starting at number four, thank you, Star Wars, for starting that. But for this, there's a couple different, there's like, you know, the, I don't know, the six different threads, you know, the death series, the rinse walls, the fucking ones I don't remember, the witches, the historical ones. And with the exception of maybe one, they all link back into each other at some point. So it's like, start here, and then you read a few, and it's like, all right, this is a good chance to go that way, or you can keep going and finish this series, and then you could just be done. You're not going to miss out on anything in particular by starting with one of the others. It's,
2: you're not going to be like, wow, this doesn't make any sense. You're going to get the same end experience,
1: theoretically. And the, the experience is like, these are goofy adventures that take place in this one world. There's no big plot. even no. Even in the series of different characters for so the most part there is it's, it's self-contained things he's like a one man marvel yeah I can see that and I you know it's fun I, I will read more of them at some point in my life probably but I I'm not in any particular rush to I, I this is the sort of thing I wish I mean I don't know if I really would have appreciated it but I kind of wish I like in like high school or something like that you know just like the time when you had like more time and you could nerd out about shit and like you know I can see this being a big thing for high schoolers.
0: But it's satire, and you have to know something about something in order to understand the satire
1: of it. what's the satire in this, besides just like how death is always serious and scary, and here he's kind of goofy? It fucks with some tropes, but the satire
2: is light. Like, even if you don't read a lot of fantasy, you could still be like, I get the jokes. Like, everyone's seen Lord of the Rings or read it. You know, you know what they're making fun of, yeah. or just taking—not even really making fun of it. They're just like making a silly version of that. This would be very popular among kids who think Monty Python is great.
1: Yes, our friend Mark loves these love these books. I fully believe that.
2: I have friends that love these books, and I,
1: I get it. I I enjoyed it, and they're virgins. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> this.
0: A good joke was Pretty near the beginning Where I don't even know why it came up But nothing travels Faster than light Except monarchy Because when a king dies The next person to become king Becomes king immediately Even faster than the speed of light So there must be a particle Called a kingon or a queenon That
2: transfers monarchy From one thing to the other My favorite joke was when he walks through the walls, and he's like, how can I keep doing this? And Death says, look at it this way. The wall can't be there.
1: Otherwise, you wouldn't be walking through it, would you, boy? I was like, fuck. I
2: guess, yeah.
1: (laughs) So, I actually, my favorite joke that I highlighted was um, this one. When they go to uh, take the king's soul, or whatever. Gotta pay the troll toll. Gotta pay the troll toll, (laughs) absolutely. But... (laughs) uh, Mort says, they wear crowns all the time, my granny said, even when they go to the lavatory. Death considered this carefully. There is no technical reason why not, he conceded. In my experience, however, it is generally not the case. That's definitely an Elvis shitting and dying on the toilet joke. <laughs> and, yes, it is. Uh, <laughs> I didn't pick up on that, but yeah. Which, I don't know. I think that's a myth. I don't think he actually... I mean, the, it would make sense for the king to die on the throne, but I don't think that's how it happened.
0: Apparently, it's actually pretty common.
1: I mean... It, that's when the shit takes you, you know? <laughs> <Just> <laughs> <laughs> in Soviet Russia. <laughs> but there were a couple things I noticed in this book, and, and this book is from 1987. That you know, some things I noticed, like, oh, this is very much like this other book. So, for example, when they're like, Oh, here's planting the reannuals, those are the plants where they grow backwards in time. I was like, that's like a fucking Lewis Carroll, Alice in Wonderland kind of thing. You know, but then the thing with the where you the you sow wine, the seed and they grow last year. Like okay, You get that's drunk
2: goofy. on them and you get hungover the day uh, the night before or something. No, where
0: you get the where that you you make the you make the reannuals into wine. Oh yeah, yeah. And then you get the hangover first, and then you have to drink heavily to get rid of the hangover.
1: And drinking it makes you see the future. Isn't it like being on this podcast? Like, I think I think that's what I do every it's week. Like a,
2: it's a perpetual motion machine.
1: But there were a couple of things in the book that made me think of stuff that came after it too. So one, there's a, a whole bunch of like, oh, these are the books that like like when um, Cutwell's magic book and like the words scramble around because they don't want you to read them. It's like, that was like a very Harry Potter kind of thing, you know, like the book you have to be careful reading this book. Now maybe that's just like a fantasy trope. Maybe that's a thing I just haven't self aware magic books. Yeah, it's just uh, Mort talking to Cutwell. And says, well, you see, I reckon that if people believed in her, meaning uh, Princess Kaylee, they could change reality. It works for gods. If people stop believing in a god, he dies. If a lot of them believe in him, he grows stronger. I was like, that's fucking the entire plot of American gods. And I know that Neil Gaiman knew Terry Pratchett. They wrote a book together. And
0: also the plot of Discworld number 13, Small Gods.
1: Oh, shit. So I was just thinking, maybe this book, despite being it's like a goofy little thing, like I wouldn't be shocked. I mean, I know Neil Gaiman wrote these books.
2: I'm sure they were very uh, influential.
1: That's that's what I'm trying to get at. Yeah, yeah. Like there's little see, yeah, things 100%. in here. I mean, the, the you know the guy maybe doesn't get the credit he deserves in some sense for for a lot of these interesting ideas that he kind of gives us throwaways because his big thing is like silly jokes. Credit he deserves.
2: He might, because this is, despite it being a joke, this is easily one of the most famous fantasy series of all time. Okay. Hands down. It's like Lord of the Rings, Discworld. Like, what's the third one? Harry Potter. Harry, uh, I guess, yeah, that's fantasy. I fantasy, I think knights and shit. But yeah, I guess Harry Potter. But, like, no one, even people who haven't read any of them, the, the people who read at all, they know Discworld.
1: Well, I'm, I'm not arguing with you. I'm like, yeah. like, saying like, there's stuff in here that, like, wow, that's oddly familiar, or oddly similar to a thing that came later. That I'm pretty confident that person read the, could have read this book. You know, like 100, 100. It,
2: Do you think Harry Potter had anything from this? Though we've only read one of the 45, so it's hard to tell.
1: <laughs> but I mean, just I mean just the idea of like the books that make that hurt you if you don't read them the right way. Like that was a rec- that was a thing in Harry Potter. I mean maybe it's just there a were the books that, the
2: books in this one that were um you could hear them like writing themselves and you'd like keep them shut.
1: Yeah. I, mean, I don't know. I don't know if it's uh I'm not accusing anybody of plagiarism, but no. I I'm, I'm saying it's an uh, influential book. That's what I'm saying.
0: Poor artists borrow and great artists steal.
2: Larry McCartney. <laughs> <laughs> He best Still said from that. his brother Paul. So, who should read this book then? If you like fantasy, 100 or
0: silly British humor,
2: yeah, you can shit it out in a day and a half. It's it's quick, and it's worth. I you know I think it's worth it. I I don't I don't think I would tell everyone like yeah go read all 45, but it's it's yeah, funny. Cool. I had a, I had a good time. I didn't feel like I had to be super invested in it. Where you know, a lot of these books, where I have to like take notes and like remember all the stuff. It felt no easy to like get through, but like that was a good joke, a fun book. I had a good time. Thanks. It's like a uh,
1: popcorn. Yeah, no, I, I think you're right. I agree. It's it's goofy and silly, but fun. And if you like those things, then you will like this. If it's not your thing, if you don't like British humor, then you will not like this book. I don't know if it's a
2: goal of mine yet to read all 45 or 49 or whatever, but 40 of these is easier than 10 of some other series.
1: Well, put it this way. The 40 whatever it is books of these are about 15,000 pages. That's only a little bit longer than The Wheel of Time. I've read two Wheel of Times, I think, maybe three. I would much rather stick to Discworld. We had a good time. It's not going to change your life It's a fun, goofy thing If you need something like a, a palate cleanser this It is, is a this very is good palate cleanser this, It was in many ways a breath of fresh air Which is different than the queefs We normally have to deal with You, know, you just got to like, put your mouth on that butthole And suck it in Just, ooh, just, just <laughs> tail piping You know
2: just. <laughs> No banana in this tailpipe
1: uh, Well, that's because well, your mouth's there Unless you're very flexible and But it, but I guess in the meantime, tell us what you thought. Send us an email to drunkguysbookclub at gmail.com. Follow us on Twitter at drunkguysbc. Or go to Facebook and Instagram at drunk book Club. And if you want to support the podcast, you can head over to patreon.com slash club and you can help us out there. Or just leave us a review wherever you're listening. And you can
2: be our friend on Goodreads where we read things that are good like friends do together. We are good having friends reading. And check out the Hopped Up Network, a network of independent beer
0: podcasters. And thanks for listening.